thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Okay. Might want to turn up the volume. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, people. <laughs> that was funny. You people. So caught up in a move. Just kidding. Forward, I forget. I already have. All right. So much more than I deserve. In every season. So today, we're going to talk about being offended. Yeah, we are. This is Morgan. song today because we only got an hour today yeah we do okay so hello welcome to the show we were up late last night <laughs> and um and now here we are back this morning or this afternoon uh with a special saturday afternoon show because tonight i have a birthday party to go to at dinner time and um it completely interferes with the evening show and since i own the show i can do what i want so i am <laughs> I'm doing the show, so if you're watching the archive, I'm, I want you to leave comments if you're watching the archive. But the first thing I want to do is remind you that my friend Connie Summy is sponsoring the show this month. So let's hear from Connie just for a minute. Hello, everyone. I'm Connie Summy. I'm an independent consultant with Arbonne International. Just wanted to take a minute to share with you about our amazing product. We have vegan certified shakes. Our skincare is really clean, and so is our makeup. We also have non-toxic products for your babies. So check out my website, ConnieSummy.com, for more information and how to get a hold of me. So, uh, ConnieSummy.com, C-O-N-N-I-E, <clears throat> excuse me, S-U-M-M-E-Y.com, the way it sounds. Uh, Connie is so, so, she's so great. 
And Arbonne is her uh, product that she sells. There's nutrition, makeup, all that. So make sure you go visit her. Let her know that I sent you. Yeah, people. Go. <laughs> and you can do that. So uh, anyway, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I got some interesting text message just now. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so thanks, Connie, for uh, supporting Bible News Radio. And if you're somebody out there, you have an online presence, you need to get some publicity for it, then contact me regarding uh, how you can do that. I'd be happy to promote you to our audience uh, for a small fee. Yeah, yeah, I will. Also, if you'd like to support Bible News Radio with a monthly donation and become a pillar of our community, I welcome you to do that. You can learn how to set that up by going over to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. That's uh, pretty simple. Just go over there, set it up through PayPal, um, and or if you need to do it through a, a, a check like, like one of my viewers does, um, we can also do that for you. It's not that hard. And your gifts to our show actually help us pay the bills to promote the show and to, and to support the show. And so many of you guys honestly have told me, how come your audience isn't bigger than it is? And I will tell you, it's because I need money for marketing. I need money to pay the bills. And we'd... We don't have it unless you give it to us. So uh, so either consider becoming an advertiser or a Bible News Radio pillar of the community. And keep praying for us as we pursue getting our nonprofit status paperwork uh, in place. It's, that's that's going to cost us about $1,300 to do. So if you'd like to donate towards that cause, that would be awesome. Uh, I am still trying to come up with a good name for my nonprofit, though. So if you have any serious ideas that actually tie into the mission of what we do here, then send them my way, people. And I will seriously consider them because I'm at a roadblock. I'm like, gone. Most people keep telling me I should name it after me. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> really? You think I should name this Stacy Harp Ministries? Stacy Lynn Harp Ministries? I, I don't know. Tell me if you think that's a good idea because <laughs> I don't. I don't like that idea. Um, but if enough people say to do it, I might just do it just because people will be like, well, it makes sense to do it. So you should just do it. All right. So let me know. Okay. So, uh, so, so this week has been a, <clears throat> it's, it's been a, a hard week for, for America, especially people who watch the news because so many people are upset you know, with what's going on in the world, but it's because they're listening to the media and, and they're like believing everything the media tells you or, or getting suckered into playing the games that the media wants you to play. People are getting mad. They're getting offended. You know, uh, I had two people unfriend me on, on Facebook this week. <laughs> Ryan was one of them. Those of you who are on Periscope, you know Ryan, right? He's he's out there promoting stuff. He got mad apparently because I told him something. I told him that if if you actually watch my show, then you would already know that I already do this. That pissed him off enough for him to unfriend me. So it's like, okay, well, Ryan, oh well, <laughs> it's like, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's like, okay, so you, all right, whatever. Meanwhile, some of you are saying, really, Stacy, because you unfriended me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have. I've unfriended a couple of people. Not because I was offended, though, but because I don't like liars. That's a big part of it. And if I've tried to reconcile with you and talk to you through an issue and you keep lying to me, then ultimately there's no repentance on your behalf. 
and I don't have to associate with you as a result, which is why you've been unfriended and you know who you are. So, um, so just keep that in your back pocket if you're going to throw stones and get all offended because I made that comment. You know, one thing I have learned in my life, and maybe you'll like me for this and maybe you won't. One thing I have learned as somebody who is highly codependent, meaning that I care more about other people's feelings and needs than I do my own, is that the more that I've learned to take back who I am and my ownership of who I am, my opinion matters just as much as yours does. And the people that get mad and offended when you actually state it, those are the ones who aren't healthy because a healthy emotionally person can handle both sides of the side of an argument or a discussion without taking things personally. And people get highly offended when they don't like something that you've said. And it's like, I'm like, maybe it's being over 50, but I'm at the point where I don't like really care and I don't have time to play stupid games. Emotionally standing, if you are somebody who gets highly offended at whatever age you are, you might want to go back and, and as I was talking to somebody this morning, you know, my mom used to say, act your age, not your shoe size. It's like, okay, how many of you wear under a size 10? I'm a seven people. You know, and honestly, there have been times I've, I've acted seven years old, you know, <laughs> but now that I'm 50, I no longer act seven years old. I'm 51. I, you know, just so you know, I try to deduct a year, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like, act your age. You know, if you're over 50, act like you're a mature person. You know, if you're a seven year old, you're going to supposedly act like a seven year old, throw a tantrum, you know throw a hissy fit, do whatever the heck you want. But if you're a mature adult, then hopefully you have the maturity to be able to hear an, the side of an argument or discussion that maybe will make you uncomfortable. And that's what people get mad about. Um, so my friend Natasha, who was on the show last night, she called in. Uh, she shared with me a uh, video this morning that I guess is going viral. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to share this because... It's not so much the content of what this guy is saying as much as as his response that I think it, it proves to be a good um, object lesson, if you will, um, for how to communicate, you know, and and I would say one thing, I'm not the best, you know, I'm not the know-it-all in the world. I just state my opinion based on my knowledge based on my experience. And, you know, I can tell you in the beginning of my marriage with Randall, Pandal Bearface, Randall Pandal Bear, Bearface to me. Um, and Randall can tell you that. I mean, he can even come on the screen and testify. In the beginning of our marriage, Randall and I, mostly me, had a problem with, with, with <laughs> you know, when we would argue, it would, because, it would be because we weren't hearing the other person and what that person was actually saying. We would hear what we wanted to hear. And one of the things that our therapist taught us was how to state our feelings and our needs and not go, you, 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 and Making you. I statements, no. I statements. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I think, I believe, I'm hearing, I'm I feeling... Feel and you can't say something like, I feel that, that you. you are a butthead. 
right? right. I know. That's that's one thing. I feel that you are a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's beginning like communication one on one a not to do. <laughs> right, bareface. Yeah, I mean those of us who are <laughs> believers have faith in Messiah Yeshua, in Christ Jesus. You know, we talk about you know giving your testimony. You know, when witnessing, that's the one thing that you know people might. Uh, if you start in uh, with, uh, you know, doctrine or just something from the Bible, you might get some feedback. But if you start with your testimony, it's your testimony. I mean, they can't, well, it's invalid or, you know, even those who are, you know, kind of spiritual. Well, you know, that's good. You found something for you kind of thing. Anyway, you know, if you own something, you're going to get a much better response, initial response. And so... Um, I mean, there are times when, you know, that's not an option in terms of witness. I mean, if someone's, you know, if someone's, uh, hanging by a thread off a cliff, <laughs> you just tell them, you know, repent, get right with the Lord. Right. And then no time for a personal testimony, but you know, just that kind of thing. Uh, if, you know, if you're whatever, I was going to say in sales, whatever, um, you know, the things that share, if, if you make them your own then they're going to be better received and, and such as in the conversation. Yeah. And Randall is a, is a complete diplomat. You know, you, if you guys like who I am today, you really should thank <laughs> Randall. No, I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. Cause without Bareface, you know, being my husband and working with me through all the difficulties that I had in the beginning of our marriage, the first three years of our marriage, seriously, Randall, is a saint. I had difficulties as well. Well, Randall isn't perfect, but you're a saint. Mm. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> right. But, but I mean, you of all people can testify to the yes, growth. growth. Yeah, right? So, but seriously, I mean, Randall and I both changed. When, when I first married Randall, Randall wouldn't even, he had the most difficult time just stating how he felt. I mean, he would just like him and Han. And, and I'd be like, would you just freaking say it already? Because this is like, just, you know. I could tell you what I thought, but difficult to say how I felt about anything. But he, yeah, and you prefaced everything like with a 15-minute prelude to what you really wanted to say. <laughs> it drove me crazy. Uh, I know you guys have a hard time. You might not believe it now, but I mean, 30 years ago, that was... That was us. That was us. We were, we were children then. Okay, yeah. anyway. Um, okay, so... Let's go ahead and play this video, and then I know some of you are biting at the, you're biting, you're, you're wanting to call in, um, but let's play this video first, <clears throat> and because then I want you to weigh in on this video after I weigh in. So this is, uh, I'm trying to see the name. Um, well, anyway, hopefully you can, you'll be able to see it. Is oh. this New England Governor Ricketts, or? Um, it, well, it's about, it's about that guy. This is actually hmm. a pastor, and I don't know oh. his name. I've not seen this, so I don't know. <clears throat> You'll understand once you see it. And then hopefully, uh, oh yeah, shouldn't help if we get some audio. Let's try this. I was invited into a meeting today with the mayor of Omaha, Nebraska, Gene Stothert, the police chief, and Governor Pete Ricketts. I sat in a room by myself for about a half hour 
with Mayor Gene Stothert, Pete Ricketts, and the Pete, uh, police chief of Omaha, Nebraska, talking and sharing. Other pastors showed up in the meeting and a few African-American leaders. We met for an hour and a half on the killing of the young man at the hands, young black man at the hands of a white man the other night in downtown Omaha. We met on it. I put context to the issues surrounding the systematic racism that produced it. Pete Ricketts said, the problem I have with you people. Did you hear what I just said? Governor Ricketts said, the problem I have with you people. And ladies and gentlemen, I walked out of the police chief's office. I walked out on Governor Pete Ricketts. As he said, he called us, you people. Make this go viral. He called black pastors and black, Afri black leaders in Omaha, you people. And I walked out on him. That's why this city is going to go up in flames, Mrs. Mayor and Mr. Chief. You're not listening and you can't listen because at the top of the state is a racist governor. He called us you people and I walked out on him. I need this to go viral. The governor of the state of Nebraska called black people, you people, black pastors and black leaders in the city of Omaha, you people. And I, Pastor Jared Parker of the St. Mark Baptist Church in Omaha, subsequently walked out of him on him because he does not deserve my attention. And he has not earned my respect. You people make this go viral. I was invited into a meeting. All right. So, <clears throat> so I have a lot of thoughts on that. I'm just going to tell you a couple brief thoughts. Oops. My thing is caught up here. Well, number one, if he, if the guy doesn't, if the governor doesn't deserve his respect or his attention, he just brought a whole bunch attention, a bunch of attention to the governor. So that's kind of hypocritical what he just said. With that said, the governor is rude, clearly, and in, I can't say a knucklehead because I don't know. I didn't hear what the governor said, but let's just assume they did say you people, you know, that is rude people. You people out there, should I say hello people anymore? Or is that like, is that highly offensive? If you say hello, good people, something like that. <laughs> no, uh, no. Like good sir. I'm not making fun of I, Good well, madam. I'm kind of making fun of the language, but I'm not making fun of him. Clearly the guy was offended and mad and upset. And like Natasha said, when I asked, when we talked about it, because she sent it to me, um, you know, she made the comment that, you know, that she probably would have walked out too because she would have wanted to give him a tongue lashing, which I can understand. But the question is, is that the way to build a dialogue with somebody? Clearly, the governor needs some communication help. And clearly, these At pastors least, need... At a minimum. And clearly, the pastor needs some help dealing with his triggers. Well, if, if it was if it was walk out of the room and punch the guy in the face, 
I'd say he did good to walk out of the right. room. Right, sure. Um, yeah, I just... Certainly, certainly, being offended, uh, I, I understand that. I mean, uh, come on, you know, especially given the context of the conversation, you know, to have the governor, you know, say, you people, the problem, and especially the problem I have with you people, it's like, oh my goodness. Well, here's it's the like, thing. Wait, wait, you know, if, if we can't have this conversation if we can't get packed past, you know, if we don't deal with that. And so I certainly understand, you know, the, the sentiment. I would have a problem with that. But in, in the spirit of Christendom, you know, following the example of Christ, um, who, who, you know, basically took it, you know, and reviled, did not virally revile and turn. Well, this guy didn't revile and turn. He, well, he just uh, went to the media and trying to make it go viral because uh, he believes, and maybe it's true, this is a racist governor, which tells you about the people in Nebraska that voted the person in. If that's truly the case, then that means most of Nebraska is probably racist too. Um. But yeah, as difficult as it would have been, but again, if it was like, this is so infuriating, if I don't walk out, I'm going to punch the guy in the face, then kudos to him. Take him to social media. I don't take anything to social media. That's just, that's just going to... I do. I know so that you do. You better watch out, <laughs> It just, it just never goes well. Sometimes it does. Higher ratings are always a plus. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> but... Um, if if possible, you know, be at peace with all men as far as is possible with you. And right. so, you know, if possible, been a great opportunity to say, hey, okay, time out, let's back back up the bus. Way back. And what I heard you say is Right. So the story I'm telling myself is Right. Is is does that sound about right? Yeah. Now, the other video I just sent you, okay, Randall? Um, now, this is my friend Cheryl, Cheryl Franklin. And um, she's also with Arbon. I met her in a networking group. She just recently posted a video on her thing, okay? Now, here is, I, I want to play this video, and I know some of you want to call in. I hope you do, because I want you to hear what Cheryl has to say. Um, because I think it's really a, compl a good compliment to what we just saw. Um, and, um, well, I think you'll understand. So let's just watch Cheryl. This is what three minutes or no, it's not even two minutes. Is it? I don't even know. Okay. But, um, it's really, it's, I think it's maybe three minutes. I don't know. It's not that long. It's very short. So, you know, we're, we're comparing video and I just had a great meeting with Cheryl this morning. So. I could probably frame it a little better, but let's go with this. Yeah, that's fine. She gave me permission to play this, by the way. What the fuck? Can't hear anything. Yeah. Don't worry, people. We're going to bring the audio. Good morning, my friends. Scripture reading this morning, 
Matthew chapter 17. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but not notice the log that is in your own? Or how can you say to your brother, oh, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. So that made me chuckle this morning and also immediately made me think of the next scripture, which was the letter of St. James, chapter 1. It says, verse 5, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all men generously and without reproaching, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways, will receive anything from the Lord. So I was going to finish up by saying, so see, you know, we have the um, controversy about things like the prosperity gospel. And people saying, well, you know, if you pray and believe, then, you know, God will reward you with whatever, because God wants you to be happy and so forth. Uh, <clears throat> but then other people say, no, you know, all prayers are not answered and you can't just uh, hold God hostage and say, well, yeah, you know, if you just pray and believe and so forth, uh, he's going to give you what you want. But I was going to say that, oh, this is a guarantee. There is nobody to whom God would not want to give more wisdom. So if you pray for wisdom, you're bound to get it. But then I realized the trick is that sometimes, even when we pray, we don't really want what we're praying for, do we? So going, because going back to the first passage, if we pray for wisdom, then we really might see the log in our own eyes, see the faults and things that are blinding us to how we appear in the world and how we affect other people. So my dear friends, let us decide to pray for wisdom today. I am going to do that because I really want to get rid of this chunk of wood in my eye uh, and ask for wisdom to see ourselves as we are so that we can get rid of our own stumbling blocks and faults so that then we can, in love and charity and wisdom, help our brothers and sisters get rid of the tiny little splinters that they have to contend with. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Can we say boom, drop the mic, people? <laughs> Cheryl, gotta love her, man. Just saying, you need to watch her stuff. Um, you know, she she's a, a believer, obviously. And I saw that after I saw the first video, and I thought, you know, she hit it on the head, um, you know, when she was reading the, the, the Matthew passage about not judging, lest you be judged, and then went over to the James passage about asking for wisdom and, and, and all that. And let's just be honest, right? Let's, let's be a self-examiner, because that's really what this is all about. When you take offense to something, you got to ask yourself why 
you did that, right? So Psalm 51 verse 6, which is one of my favorite verses, says, Surely thou desires truth in the inner parts. You want to know me. And it, it actually goes on, talks about wisdom, knowing wisdom, right? So what is knowing truth in the inward parts? It's, it's God sees you. He knows you. He knows you inside and out, right? Um, but like... It's it's like in the first example we saw was that guy more concerned about the pastor's feelings and what or, or or the the governor's feelings than what he said or his own. I would posit his own because he took high offense to call it being called you people, and I get it. I totally understand why he was upset about that, but his reaction was a trigger to that person's belief not his own and so anyway so that's my thought Randall do you want you want to weigh in on, on that or do you want to just open up the phone line we have one phone line that works yeah well we could open the phones but uh yeah there's so much in in those passages there are so much no there is so much much I don't know there is so much <laughs> in those passages and um uh, where was I going to go with that? Um, there were several know. places, but there's one that I had at the top of the list, but I don't remember which one was the top of the list because they're also Cause you're important. Old. But, yeah, it's that you're talking about, you know, asking amiss. Um, and, you know, because we ask for things that we spend our own lust. But, you know, the Lord, Jesus, Yeshua, you know, taught us to, uh, you know, ask anything, you know, well, ask believing in, and in John, uh, John's first epistle, he said, if we ask anything according to her, his will, we know that he hears us. Well, how do we know it's according to his will? Well, we've got there that it's, that God gives, you know, wisdom to all liberally. Uh, you may not get a new car, you know, you may have some doubts about that. Some things we pray about, well, God... But there's things that are expressly in the scriptures in that are expressly God's will. And so when we ask for those things, we, we can know them. And I like that you, you know, pointed to Psalm 51. And that's also where we creating me a clean heart, right? Right. You know, restore the right spirit in me. And similarly, you know, that David, you see that uh, desire of him often. Even though he was a murderer and adulterer, um, he was also repentant and had... Uh, that attitude that he may not be right. You know, Psalm 139, I believe it is, where God says, "Doesn't do not I hate those who hate thee? And, you know, some people would want to hang on to that. Say, See, yeah, it's right to hate haters of God and whatever. But immediately followed that, he says, search me and try me. And if there be any wicked way in me, you know, leave me in the everlasting way. So even David realized he's having this offense the God haters, and he does a check, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right there, he's thinking, this this, this may not be of God, because I know how loving God is. Says, God, search me, try me, if there's anything, if there's any wicked way in me. You know, basically, get me out of it. So, that's what I have to say about it. All right, so, now is your time to weigh in. So, yeah, it is. Um... I am going to text you one phone number, Randall, not to let on air if it calls in. Um, 
the phone number though there you can see it it's 931-674-1776 that's gonna be a bit of a challenge yeah but well you should be able to see the number though when it calls in well, well yeah but just seeing somebody calling in and and not being able to hear and then i don't have to press one to let them in and gotcha so i don't well this isn't a switchboard right <laughs> i know so you know yeah, well, I have a certain person that won't leave me alone, and I've talked to their church this week, so. Yeah, okay, I know. I get it. Okay. All right, so, I know, I think, I know Sharon was going to call it. Well, hopefully, she still wants to call in. So, let's see here. Actually, I need to go over here on the dashboard. I guess it would help to put the number up minutes ago. But <laughs> probably. But I I've only got two screens here. Two screens, two hands, and um Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight windows to monitor. Only eight? That's it? Yeah, only eight. All right. Well, so I we're waiting for that. So you can call the number that you can stamp there. Um I am gonna read you an article um about Planned Parenthood. If I put that up on the screen, I won't be able to watch the... Uh... Well, don't worry about it. Don't put it up on the screen. I can go ahead and read it without you having to post it on the screen. All right. You got the number, right? <clears throat> yes. Okay. All right. So this is over on the Washington Times website. And it's titled Planned Parenthood Founded on Racism, Belief in Protecting Society Against the Unfit. Um, and Rebecca Hagelin, uh, who actually, she's been in the activism world for a very long time. I don't know why I don't have the headset on. I don't need the headset. Anyway, uh, she writes the following. Let's see how long this is. That's not that long. Okay, good. And one of these days, my glasses will come in, people. You need be the headset to hear callers. Yeah. Well, well, only you will be able to know when they're calling in, I guess, at this right. point. Right. So if anybody calls in. All right. Let me get back to the article. Back to the article. Get back down there. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, shoot. Did it kick me out? Seriously? Very funny. Okay. Let's shut that page. <laughs> All right, here it is. Minorities crammed into impoverished areas and in inner cities should not be having so many babies. And of course, these minorities, including most of America's immigrants, are inferior in the human race, as are the physically and mentally handicapped. We should require mandatory sterilizations of those less desirable and promote easy access to abortion. And since sex should be a free-for-all, we must provide birth control and abortions to teenagers, too. It's all for the greater good and for a more intelligent, liberated, healthier population. Feel a bit enraged? By the sentiments above, they absolutely sicken me. If you're feeling squeamish or angry too, then you should call your representatives in Congress and demand an end to your tax dollars for funding Planned Parenthood. You also can sign the petition at liveaction.org. For such 
are the foundational beliefs of this inherently racist organization and its celebrated founder, Margaret Sanger, who still is lauded on, plan on the Planned Parenthood website. Of course, in the lavish online praise of Sanger, conveniently absent is her advocacy for, quote, a stern and rigid policy of sterilization and segregation to that grade a population whose progeny is already tainted or whose inheritance is such that objectionable traits may be transmitted to offspring, unquote. <clears throat> the quote is from her article, A Plan for Peace, or her promotion of the, quote, American Baby Code, in which she seeks to, quote, protect society against the propagation and increase of the unfit. Also missing the Sanger's fear of her racist views being exposed as recorded in a 1939 letter to an ally, we do not want word to, get, to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population, which is exactly what she set out and succeeded in doing. Planned Parenthood is largely the reason why black babies are aborted in America three times more often than white babies, and Hispanic, Hispanic preborns are killed one and a half times more often than whites. In fact, according to, to the Center for D Disease Control and Prevention research compiled by, quote, too many, well, there's no quote, by too many aborted.com, and that's T-O-O, many aborted.com, abortion is the number one killer of black lives in the United States, more than HIV, more than heart disease, sorry, <laughs> I'm bugging you. The ticking sound that's transmitting through your microphone. Okay. I'm shaking my foot, people. I just tend to do that a lot. Yeah, I'm shaking my foot. Anyway, and Randall's like, stop it, kicking me under the table. <laughs> All right. Not kicking. Okay. More than heart disease, more than cancer, abortion snuffs out more black lives than all other causes of death combined. Planned Parenthood masquerades as a benevolent organization claiming to offer a full array of women's health care services to disadvantaged women. From the way Planned Parenthood markets itself, one would think it offers basics such as mammograms and prenatal health care, especially for poor women living in the nation's most impoverished neighborhoods. But it does not. Mammograms are nowhere to be found, and as LiveAction.org recently revealed in an extensive investigation in the 41 states where undercover recordings are legal, 92 out of 97 clinics contacted admitted they do not provide prenatal care. The bottom line is that those ultrasound machines in Planned Parenthood are used to facilitate the killing of preborn babies, not care for them. What Planned Parenthood does offer in mass in its, quote, clinics, unquote, which are strategically located in target areas such as college campuses and in impoverished inner-city neighborhoods, are birth control and abortions. In fact, a baby is aborted at Planned Parenthood's clinic at an average rate of every 90 seconds. So during this show, you get it. Why college campuses? Why poor minority inner-city neighborhoods? Because Planned Parenthood holds a worldview that young women should be able to have sex without consequences or responsibility. Because Planned Parenthood wants these same young women to come back to their clinics for their abortions when the birth control fails. And because Planned Parenthood is still seeking to provide abortions for minorities over whites. Today, Planned Parenthood may not be racist in its words, but it is still overtly racist 
in its deeds, thanks to the brilliant work of LiveAction.org, the Center for Medical Progress.org, and other truth seekers, we now know that Planned Parenthood traffics in human baby body parts, that it covers up the sexual trafficking of minors, that it engages in racist practices, that it provides birth control to underage girls without parental consent, and that it does not provide the most basic of women's health care services. America is better than this. It's time for Congress to cut off funding to this shameful organization and direct our tax dollars to other clinics that offer life-giving health care services. Add your voice to the call to defund Planned Parenthood by going to liveaction.org forward slash petition. And um, what I can tell you is that I wholeheartedly 1 million percent concur with Rebecca because um, Planned Parenthood is a blight on America, period. And, you know, if you understand the racist roots of Margaret Sanger, the eugenicist that she was, believing that, you know, um, you know, white people are supposed to be the superior race, um, nobody, in my opinion, could support this organization, this, this nonprofit that murders babies. And that's the irony, though, right? The irony is that even though this is well-documented, um, people that are out there marching and, and saying certain things, it's like, why don't you go to really the core of the beast instead of the outlying, you know, tentacles that have come out as a result of that, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a tragedy on so many levels. Okay. All right. So is anybody going to call in now? Did anybody call in yet? Not yet. Not that I can see. (laughs) Okay. All right, well... But this isn't high tech either, so. Right, it's kind of hard. So so if you want to call in, the phone number is there on the screen, 931-674-1776. Believe it or not, that number is a legit phone number. It's a Google Voice number, actually, is what it is. We figured out that you don't need to do it how we did it yesterday, which was kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, but if you want to weigh in on that article, Margaret Sanger, you want to weigh in on what Cheryl said um, about... Um, you know, praying for wisdom and taking the log out of your own eye uh, and or the black pastor guy that got offended and left because the governor called you people, said you people to black folk, which was rude and wrong, um, then I would love to hear your stuff. We're not going to go over today on the show. Not just you people, but the problem I have with you people. Yeah. So, well, at least he owned it that he had a, it was a woman apparently. Oh. I just, people like that irritate me. Those people, they really do irritate me. So, uh, so, and those of you who are in Periscope, I see you, Sean, Natasha, um, Mia, Angie, and JR, Marvin, and uh, Nina Kay. Hope you're feeling better, girl. Yeah, I know you weren't feeling so hot. Um, and this is an odd time of the day for to have us on the show. So, um, yeah. And somebody else called me earlier. So we know the number works. So it's really easy to call in. Make your voice be heard, people. Make it heard. Because mm-hmm. tonight, I'm going for some Mexican food. And I'm celebrating a friend of mine getting older. Yeah, she is. She's getting super old. What? Definitely something to celebrate. Getting older? Yeah. Up. Oh, okay. oh, it looks like we missed a call. Yeah. Okay, so you got to call back. I don't know. Okay, so the I don't question know how, is... I just saw it pop up that the... 
there's an incoming call that was no that's outgoing call i didn't call that number yeah it shows i'm <laughs> trying to figure out what all these little arrows mean okay i called in earlier and that's a green going oh the red so it's incoming and it <laughs> bounced out i don't know why it bounced out yeah well go ahead and call back we'll figure this out because it was it was actually calling my phone earlier but okay there, there we go okay you got it okay yeah i guess uh, um all right now let me um okay we're some... figuring this out so bear with us don't worry people it'll happen hopefully we can hear someone Area code 540, are you there? Hmm. Don't worry. Yeah, that's up. That's up. We're on a, <laughs> on a call with someone, and uh, it seems like it should be working. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear anything. Mm, USB, USB, yeah. Should be coming through just fine. you guys hear anything on there because i don't hear anything well no i don't hear anything i should be hearing something <laughs> uh -oh. oh they're speaking okay but why don't why is it not coming through no, wait. let me turn all the volumes up oh well, no it wouldn't matter oh well then never mind don't worry people we'll figure it out you guys can't hear it yet oh okay let me ah it's here I think I got it now. <laughs> can you hear? You can hear <laughs> we can hear you now, I hope. You can hear me now? Is that Nina? Yes. yes. So, Nina K, is that you? Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. How are you feeling? You feeling better? Uh, uh, you know, I'm doing. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm not going to stay on too terribly long. Um, I just. You know, Planned Parenthood is like uh, one of my, you know, things. Um, I, I don't think people really, you know, even like you said, it's so totally out there. Um, I mean, all you have to do is a little research. <clears throat> um, but... You know, it started out called the Negro Project. I mean, how blatant can you be? You know? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And quite honestly, I mean, not only that, but uh, they make cells off of the parts. Um and uh, in my opinion, I mean, I think it's just, it's become like satanic, ritualistic uh, killing of innocence on like a mass scale. A and people don't even realize what what's going on, you know? Yeah, it's like they're hiding in plain sight. Like you say, you don't have to yeah. do a whole lot of research, and it was, forgive the pun, birthed or originated. There's a better, there's a better word. You know, Planned Parent, and you look at Margaret Sanger's uh, associates, people hung around with, 
you know, the same kind of families that are associated with uh, the New World Order today. And yeah. Um, yeah, and and the and the Nazis, you know, their whole thing was the Ubermensch, you know, the Superman and this whole eugenicist um, superior breeding thing, treating humans like animals, you know, and you know, picking out the best selections and all this. I mean, it's you look at all these associations; it's 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 wicked to the core. And like you say, it's yeah. it's gone beyond just eliminating the undesirables to now trafficking in human body parts which is i mean that's straight out of well straight out of hell it's it's uh you know it's it's infant <laughs> sacrifice is what's going on and yeah. then and and i don't like you say you don't have to look very far to find the origins and like the article said okay let's even separate it from the words you can look at the deeds <laughs> see what they're doing yeah. and somehow yeah. people just yeah whatever yeah, and, and the thing that kills me is, you know, <laughs> the Democrat Party, um, you know, <sighs> they they donate to, I mean, they donate back and forth. It's like they, uh, I don't know if it's some type of money laundering thing going on or, or what the deal is, but. Um, I mean, when you look at it, um, to me, it's like taking it a step further. I mean, okay, it's easy to see that this organization is evil to the core. But, you know, it's like um, you're no better than the company you keep, right? So if people can't see, um, you know, how dangerous, uh, I mean, and there's many examples we could give besides Planned Parenthood, but just how dangerous that the Democrat Party is, um, just by this alone. I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, they have no good intentions for America or its people. What do you? Um, it's talk about money and power. Um, for them <laughs> and, you know, basically forget everybody else, putting it nicely. Yeah. What do you think of the, um, the clip that we played with the, with the black pastor at the top of the show? Did you see that? Yeah, I did. I actually, um, I missed it cause somehow I got kicked out. So I went back, uh, and watched just to see what he said, but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, just for out first out the gate. I mean, he's supposed to be, you know, a pastor, <laughs> and um, you know, even if you believe that that comment was really racially geared, which of course I don't believe it is. When he said "you people," he meant "you people." that want to talk about the systemic racism that has pretty much been amped up by the left in the mainstream media. Um, and I'm not saying by any means that racism doesn't exist. Oh, it totally exists. Yeah. But it exists 
across the board. Um, even though there's some um, races of people that think that their race is exempt from being racist, that it can't be racist. And, I, you know, I just don't get that one, you know. I mean, but, however, I'm just saying um, we do have some problems still, uh, especially in our um, judicial system. And um, so, yeah, there are some reform and some things that still need to be done. But this this idea that there's this rampant uh, epidemic across the United States of racism towards any one particular race is ludicrous. And um, is this the problem with the definition of racism again? Yeah, it comes, it, that's what, and listen, <laughs> I don't care what Webster says. Anybody that talks about racism, most average person's idea of racism is simply someone discriminating against someone else simply based on the color of their skin. Anybody can do that. Yep. And and they say, no, that's not racism, that's prejudice. Now, okay, well, if you say so, but, um, (laughs) you know, 20 years ago, it was racism. Now, all of a sudden, in 2020, it's not, but whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, it's, you know, I don't believe that that term, him saying you people was meant that way. And even if if the man believed truly that it was. um, But she did. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that it was a Christian thing to do to walk out of the meeting. I mean, the thing is, (laughs) you're never going to, um, you're never going to get anywhere. There's never going to be any healing or any solutions whatsoever if we don't listen to one another, even if things are said that we don't particularly agree with or appreciate. Yeah. No, I I wholeheartedly agree. I mean, as a therapist, I can tell you when I was in my training, one of the things that I was trained, I was trained in California by my liberal supervisors that I had was that if somebody came in with a problem that if that that I could not impose my morality on the situation, right? You know, so I I couldn't help them. In other words, if let's say it was a struggling homosexual that wanted change or let's say they didn't want change. They came in, they're gay. And, you know, I was told by my supervisor, I had to affirm that in all of the consequences that went with their choice. I'm like, okay, but if they decided they wanted change, you're telling me I can't help them. So there's like this double standard. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, we got about <laughs> five minutes left. So, um, do you have any All right. final comments? Um. No, I just. I mean, well, okay. Really quickly. Um. And and I don't know it, <laughs> um, by heart, but. I just say Romans eight twenty eight. Mm-hmm. You know, um, all things can work together for the good of those who are called according to His purpose, mm-hmm. and that means even things that um, were loosed by Satan for our bad can be used for our good, because our God is Almighty. And I think that we are seeing this, even in this situation that we're looking at right now. I see um, people coming together of all colors. Um, and and, And not only that, but police and people in the community. Um even though that's not what they want to happen, um, you ha- you have seen instances of this, even through all this chaos. And um, I think it's part of the, um, you know, well, simply the human spirit, but uh, it's, it's something that is most prevalent in this, in this country and um it's what is you know it's the heartbeat of what makes america america and to say that this isn't a great country or when was it a great country it's always been a great country and just because it may be great doesn't mean that we don't have our issues and we don't go through hardships and we're definitely going through that right now and i think we're at a crossroads quite honestly um right now this is probably the most important election of our lives um i think that what we do from here on out is going to determine a lot of things for our future and so i just encourage everybody to pray and trust that god will use all of these attacks for our benefit and um that's pretty much it yep amen i i agree with that and you know what i would i would dare to challenge anybody to try some of the stuff going on in this country and some other countries and see what happens to them oh absolutely well thank you for having me call in um you are allowing me to (laughs) I love you guys. Y'all have a great day. Okay. Love you too. All right. So we got one minute left. So do you want to take another call, Bareface? Because I know somebody else actually wanted to call in. Um, do you do you have five more minutes or something? Um, I guess we'll give you. Watch. Huh? What? Um, watch. We're going to take one call at a time. This is in a, yeah. this is in a dashboard. I so. know. That's <laughs> the thing. We can only take one call at a time. I mean, it's so. not a switchboard. So. We'll give it have a couple more minutes in case somebody else wants to. Uh, 
call in because I know Sharon was calling earlier. Of course, we talk forever, so. <laughs> of course, we're just trying this out right now, but uh, <laughs> I can see how something in you know, a switchboard service is worth the while for this kind of thing. Not until we get funding. Podcasts. Yeah, right. Once but, we get some funding, that would be uh, good. But yeah. Kind of as we had in the days of blog talk, but that got expensive. That's why we abandoned that, as I recall. Well, we only had haters call up when we had the free number. Well, with 800 number, yeah, but. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know, I would dare say, I dare you. I dare these anarchists to try some of the same stuff in Nigeria or Korea, North Korea or China that they've tried here. And, and you know, I dare them to do some of the stuff i'm gonna say i was gonna say the other word but you know what i'm saying i dare yeah. them to do that and see where they end up they'll end up on a they'll, they would end up dead and the uh you know during i went to two prayer events this morning virtually yeah that's uh, the international day of prayer for the gideons international and i had the privilege of praying for nations in which there are not yet uh well the gideons international ministry is not yet established in any way shape or form uh, 98% of them are Muslim countries. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, here's a call. Stand by. We do that. I go there. I hit that. And then uh, and I unmute this, this channel. There we go. Let's try that. Area code 469. Can you hear us? Nope, I can't hear him. I can't either. We sh I think I got it down now. I should be able to hear. It says that we're in a call. Area code 469. Are you there? I'm not seeing any audio levels from them. But the call is active for almost a minute now. <laughs> 55 seconds. Whoops. Yeah, that's all. That's all good. Everything should be fine. I'm tracing all the audio paths here. This is new to this is new to us. So, uh, well, maybe I can hang up and call back. Yeah. And they just hung up, as you heard. Yep. Yeah, well, that's because I said to hang up and call back. Yeah. They clearly could hear us, but we couldn't hear them. Oh. I was just looking at my neck to see if I have any wrinkles. All of a sudden, I was just drawn to my neck, people. I have the audio channel open, so we'll hear the phone ring. There we go. Okay. We'll do that. Call from. My name is Paul. Okay. All right. Paul? Can you hear us? Uh, I can hear both of you. Great. Is, is this the mayor, Paul? You know, this is Paul Don from, uh, I'm in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, the mayor. You know me. You, yeah, the mayor. He did it. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I, I just, I just, I'm doing really good, but I just want to let you know how much I appreciate. I've moved into a new facility now. Mm -hmm. I know you're on uh, Saturdays and that. We're, we're, You'll be catching me. we're not normally on at this time. This is a special show because we have. Okay. Uh, I have a birthday party to go to tonight at six thirty. So. 
Oh, your birthday? No, it's not my birthday. It's a friend's birthday party. Okay. Oh. We don't get out oh, okay. much. I'm so going I for the food. No, I just want to say what I appreciate what you all do. I've known you for a long time. So just want to say thank you. And I know you're getting ready to uh, call at a time. So I'll catch you on another day. Oh. Well, no, if you want to weigh in. I mean, we're staying on later, so you can weigh in. Do you have any thoughts on this stuff? And by the way, thank you. You love us. Hmm. No, the, the thing that, that's getting me, I mean, it seems like I can remember. I'm 73 now. And I can remember in my late 30s when I still really got involved with all this. And it seems like it's been a never-ending battle. And, uh, I mean, it gets a little frustrating, I would think, at times. So do we do we see any results anywhere that you know about? In, in what respect? Yeah. Like, okay, are you there? Yeah. Yes, we're here. So do we see any okay. results about what? Anyway, I'm just getting kind of breaking up there. It was probably my connection. But um, I will try. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, the, the abortion thing just really gets to me. Because it seems like we've been fighting it for like forever. Yeah. So, But your question about do we see any results in regards to what? Well, so the abortion issue and some of the other things are, do we have any real, um, yeah, I, you know, what, what doesn't get, um, shared a whole lot is that there are more crisis pregnancy counseling centers and organizations in America than there are Planned Parenthood. Um, you know, and the crisis pregnancy centers outnumber Planned Parenthood because we have made headway in, in getting a lot of Planned Parenthood's um, shut down and the crisis pregnancy centers they they offer the aid and assistance to to parents who don't have those resources and they're often funded nonprofit through the church you know the church has actually been the the, the entity that has helped stave off the abortion to the degree that it has could could mm-hmm. we do better sure but you know yeah i mean until we get I mean, when Roe v. Wade was passed in 1973 by the Supreme Court, you know, they found the legal right right to kill babies, right? Just like the sodomy decisions that were made and and gay marriage was made by a wicked rulers in the Supreme Court. And I will say that because I believe Mm it. Um, They found a constitutional right to do this stuff when there's nothing in the Constitution on any of those topics. That's right. In fact, life, liberty, right? So... If we right. if we're given life and, and then the preborn baby that that gets aborted, you know, their rights are being violated technically. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what Randall's looking up. He's looking up something, but I could do it that way, I guess. So. Um, but yeah, there's there's been um. You know. It, it, you can't see what I see because you know it's over here. I'm, I'm there. working on it. Or there, right I over there. Make sure we get the whole thing in see here. See how buff my arms are, Paul. See that? Hey. <laughs> uh, you guys are still looking good, and keep doing what you do. Yeah. Well, thank you. I play pickleball. <laughs> yeah. What I've got here on the screen uh, as an answer uh, to that question. This is on Johnston's Archive.net, showing the abortion rates. Uh, 
really from 1965 to 2015. Uh, steady climb up to around 19 late 70s. You know, uh, uh, mm-hmm. abortion was going up even before 73. Um, it looks uh, like it spiked during the Clinton years. Yeah, spiked around mm-hmm. early 1990s as far, yeah. And then uh, as far as the numbers, but the ratio itself has been declining uh, since the early 80s. Uh, the number of abortions is up, but also population has gone up. So the ratio has gone down, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, But uh, yeah, the number of abortions have peaked around 1993, have been coming down pretty steadily there's you know some ups and downs but the general um declination it's going to inclination the general there's a general declination declining over that period of time and uh and so the abortion rate per per thousand of population um has is on this chart the lowest of all and abortion rate among women 15 to 44 for thousand that's uh kind of like the next uh lowest thing uh so yeah it's um you know i think some people just got smart uh that because of this huge abortion spike in the in the um mid 70s and into the 80s mm-hmm. when we got into the 90s um, the number of people in the U.S. anyway below the age of 25, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think it was in the single digits, which is why we have one reason we have the Social Security crisis today, because we lost a generation of young people, you know, who would be paying into the system now. Um, is why we got so many people retiring, uh, you know, at, at a rate today because we basically lost a generation and there in the there in the late 80s and early 90s when the population below age 25 was in the single digits i believe it's term percentage wise <laughs> but uh, that's uh that's really made a bounce back you know in the 21st century uh the population of you know 25 and under has come up significantly if you walk around our small town <laughs> You know that, yeah. uh, not not the baby boom with the baby boomers. You know the fifties and sixties, but uh, well, mid fifties. The generation of children has been aborted. Right. Well, yeah, it's sad. I especially feel sad because being a barren woman, um, you know, it it's like really people. Mm. Yeah, so but I'm glad you're doing better. You're gonna have to email me your address, okay? Email me your your address, uh, Nina. Nina. Also, I uh, think I already have yours. Everybody, well, send me your address. Just send it to me privately. I want I want all of your addresses so I can send you guys a card. Alrighty, I'll do that. And thank you. And we'll catch y'all again. You're welcome. Love you, Paul. Thanks. Yeah. Love you guys too. Yeah, and so that was that is the thing. So send me your addresses. So I'm with send out cards. I have this great account. I can send anybody in the world a card. Um, it cost me some money, but that's okay. It doesn't cost a ton of money. And I I I'm always been somebody who sends people cards. Uh, so if you'd like a card from me personally, 
Ben. Send me your address. I will totally send you a card. Okay? Just so you know. All right. Also, I forgot to tell you earlier, you know, Spark Naturals Essential Oil. This is their sanitizer spray. This is called Shield. It's really a good, it really is good. You know, it's really weird with this one is I put it on my hands and it starts draining my, it, it, it helps drain my, my sinuses, which is really kind of weird, but it does. It's the strangest thing. And if you want some good essential oil, all you got to do is go to start sparknaturals.com and use my coupon code John316. You'll save 10% on your order. You can get stuff like, uh, um, like these salves. You know, you can get essential oils, this is hand sanitizer, um, all high quality, all, uh, all high quality. There you go. <laughs> it comes in, it comes in a citrus too. You know, these are like five bucks each, you know, pretty good price for a four ounce bottle. Um, anyway, you can, get, you can um, get some stuff there and support the show while you're at it. All right, and I think that's it. So uh, tomorrow night, Randall, are you going to be doing Bible News Radio? Um, that's that's the plan. At our normal time, 7 p.m. Central Time? Yeah, probably. That's okay. The plan. So, yeah, so do that. If you're not on my text message list, uh, then go ahead and uh, I don't know that name. Somebody's calling me. Um, anyway, join my text message list by texting... Bible News to 33222. If you're not already on there and you don't know how to do it, don't worry. Just send me your phone number. I'll add you. And um, we'll see you then. Okay? Remember, be bold, people. Stand up. Go with God because he loves you. And remember what Cheryl said about praying for wisdom and getting that log out of your own eye. That will help clear the fence more than anything. Just so you know.